This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, it's Fish and welcome to the ear spoon. And the other guy. He was actually still here. This is like four podcasts in a row. I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? In, in actual space, three-dimensional living. Yeah. Has returned. That's weird. <laughs> I just ran into somebody who I do a lot of Zoom calls with today. Huh. And I was like, holy shit, you are 3D. <laughs> you have contour. <laughs> yeah, look at you. You're like, 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 I could, like I could literally touch you right now if right. I wanted to. It is a weird thing. Psychologically, we're coming out of a weird time, to say the least. It's not over. By the way, everyone, the pandemic is not over, to be clear. Right. Things have changed and things are improving. To be clear. Uh, my heart goes out to India. My God, it's just an unthinkable horror. Oh, man. Right are they just not getting um, um, vaccines over there? What, what the hell? That's part of it. I mean, I think there's a, a lot of different things, but the Prime Minister Modi, along with Bolsonaro and Trump, like the stupid, toxically male, uh, you know, Demagogues are yeah. are are where things have gone badly for the citizenry. Huh. So go figure. Go figure. Um, but yeah, here we are. But yeah, it's not just it's certainly India first focus right now. But there are a lot of you know non first nation not first nations first world countries uh, that are really feeling the smarts of this and and uh, and states in this country as well that are just like you know it's just I'm grateful to be a Vermonter. Let's put it that way. The Ear Spoon is being brought to you by Mocha Joe's Coffee. Yay. <laughs> Let's get that in there since we were talking about being Vermonters. Yeah. Um, that uh, the fine, fine uh, folks that brewed some of the most caffeinated and decaffeinated coffee right. in all the land. That's as right. As far as we are concerned here. Me, I'm all at, about the French roll. At the Ear Spoon. Uh, let's play a little word association game. I'm ready. I'm going to throw out two words. Oh, no. You're going to throw out your first thought. All right. Liz Cheney. Ew. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. And you know, she just seems like such a champion right now because the the rest of the Republican Party just pooped all over her. But this is the thing. Yeah. It's, you know, here, how do I begin? When Liz Cheney is the moral center of the Republican <laughs> Party, I knew you were going to go there. You know, yeah. that this is, as Noam Chomsky called it, the most dangerous organization in human history. Yeah. So Liz Cheney, a birther, somebody who supported the Forgot Iraq War. God about that. The, the birthing not, thing. Not necessarily, we don't necessarily have to paint her with the same brush as her horrifying war criminal father, but she is, of course, the progeny of one of the worst human beings ever born. So. <laughs> do, you, do, you remember, do you remember when we were de deathly afraid of Dick and all the other Cheneys? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just? Wouldn't you give a dollar just to be back there? Well, there's that. Well, I will parenthetically, I'll insert this. Yeah. This this uh, uh, sanitizing of George W. Bush is one of my least favorite things in the world. That guy, in my opinion, is worse than Donald Trump by far. He and Dick Cheney are responsible for more deaths and more suffering than Donald Trump even tried to get close to. So Trump, of course, in a, in a sure. offensive fascist in the way that he was, Dick Cheney. And, and and especially George Bush <clears throat> running about showing off his paintings and stuff. Hey, Jimmy Kimmel, fuck you forever. Hey, Ellen, fuck you forever. <clears throat> you know, that is not a person. That is a war criminal you're talking to there. I don't care if he's a folksy, likable guy that Mo Michelle Obama likes. He's disgusting. So <clears throat> taking it back to Liz Cheney, 
you know, she is, she's her own person. You don't right, you know, right. tie her to that, but she gladly aligns with her sociopathic father and her positions on many things, on many things, including LGBTQ rights, et cetera. She's a horror show herself. So people putting her up is like, oh, poor Liz Cheney. Oh, she's losing her power. Do you know how awful she is? The one thing she's doing that got her in trouble is sticking to her guns and telling the truth in right. this instance, at least, <laughs> you know, and that's a bridge too far. But that, let's face it. Party. I mean, the American people, man, they're just, they're, we're such an in the moment culture, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like, what happened this morning? That's what I'm supporting. I'm not supporting like, you know, I know that George W. Bush was an awful thing, but now he's been on Jimmy Kimmel and, so and Ellen DeGeneres. So we like him now because he's right. not the president and he can't hurt us anymore. You right. know? Somebody uh, posted a photo meme because of the uh, pipeline. Photo uh, meme? Yeah. You know nothing. I'll explain <laughs> to you what that means momentarily. Um, and it was a picture of uh, Trump in the foreground with gas prices in the background and with the, you miss me yet. And, oh, for God's sake. And uh, so, you know, like I said, I I found, I found one, uh, I found another Trump supporter that I didn't get eradicated right. the day before election. Uh, so it, yeah. I, I have since remedied that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just like, you miss me yet? Well, why? Because, because, so, because we got fucking hacked by right. some Russian right. fucking people that, that all of a sudden I should now miss the president like he was right. going to fucking... He so would have stopped that the way he stopped the virus. Yeah. <laughs> like he said, it's all going to go away. But this is, I mean, again, it speaks to the Nats, uh, the Nat kind of memory that, that Americans have. It's, you know, six minutes later, it's like, what? That never happened. Yeah. And here we are. Well, so what again, about, as long as you've known me, I've called this country two weeks dumb. Yeah, it's entirely true. It's just, and, you know, I mean, within worse. two weeks time... Yeah. Everything that was bad is just forgotten. Right. So let's remember, January 6th is not that long ago. Oh, no. Like, there's still people wanting to, I saw, I can't possibly, let me just say this. I can't bear the sound that a Megan McCain makes. Oh, And I don't watch yeah. that show for any yeah. reason, but it seems no. to pop up in my news. It does. It pops up a lot because she right. says a lot of stupid fucking shit. reliably stupid stuff. But she's like, oh, we're just so done with this whole insur insurrection thing. Let's get on to other things. And like that is really the wish for most conservatives and Republicans is let's move on. I like, think, you know what, let me I'm not going to just hang that on 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 political uh, on a political affiliation. I think as an American people, we fatigue with important Issues that require <laughs> yep. fucking backbone to fix. Dude, we fatigue with it. I I still remember 1986-ish. I want to get to my dates right, but somewhere around 86, 87, when the Iran-Contra scandal was at maximum. Ali, Ali. So, so while in the middle of this is yeah. exposed a sub-government funded by illegal drug activity... Like that's funding arms in a foreign country. Like so, the whole thing is like it's laid out all there. And the American <laughs> like public, a fucking episode right. of Miami Vice. And you can't gone believe wrong. it's real. And it's all exposed. And Donald Hassenfuss and all this other stuff. Like, <laughs> and then the American public went, "Oh, way too complicated." Yeah, yeah. moving on. <laughs> yeah, we don't have the internet yet, really, like, so I can't no. figure it out. And then George Bush, the first, you know, pardons everyone. Casper Weinberger, all these people. You know, I once interviewed uh, what's his name, McFarland. Robert McFar Robert McFarland, the one the guy who tried to kill himself, right? Um, because he they were so caught, he's like, ah, oh, God, forget it, and he failed. 
And then it's like a, a few years later, I'm interviewing at a radio row. And, and so, <laughs> it's like, and I, so I was respectful, but I was going to go for him. But nevertheless, just saying like, so that is the, that is the essence of the American public. They can't hold on to these things, which is why atrocities happen over and over again. Right. I would also suggest that the current president that everyone seems so anxious to love is now voicing support for Israel, is now, you know, again, some good things I will take surprisingly progressive. Thank you, leftists, for pressuring the Democratic Party and pressuring this president to make better choices than he would have otherwise. Thank you, activism. It works. But we are currently seeing... Uh, you know, this president still sort of be the standard American president in many ways. I don't know. I don't know how we get back to I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. So the American public sees sees a president. And Try says, not to break the equipment. Right. And so, I'm gesticulating. This is the Italian in me. <laughs> but we we see things and we move on. And like, you know, and I don't want to go back into the election and, and all that. But we can't hold on to things for too terribly long. You know, for example. Hey, vote for me. You'll get $2,000 on day one. Like, mm, just one example and a minor one at that. But this is, the well, American I, public, you know, a lot happens. Okay, let me, I'm just going to push back a little bit on that. All right. So that $2,000 should have come from the previous administration and it didn't. Yeah, right. But, it's what people needed and, and they needed more, oh, but much, more. much more. But here's, the, the, this is, so this is a system in which is handed off to these and I'm using big air quotes, leaders to right. to try to do the right thing. The the previous one did not. So what this what this leader did was step in and say, I'm going to fix that mistake. Right. And then we're gonna move it forward. And I don't know how, because there's so much resistance behind fucking helping people. We just had this right. conversation with a, a dear friend of ours who's going through a really hard time and is going to have to end up into a nursing home and what oh. that fucking costs. Oh, it's just, it's like when did we just stop caring about our human race? And when you look back at what things are like happening with like Liz Cheney, when somebody, as we started this thing, when Liz Cheney seems like the reasonable person in this fucking conversation, when, when, when the George W. Bushes and Dick Cheneys seem like the good people in right. these conversations, just how bad have things gotten? And that's an important distinction because as we see the further move in this country to the right, the Democratic Party also moves to the right. Yeah. The goal, I think, of an opposition party is to show clear distinction. And what we, you know, each time it, it makes another leap to the right. Uh, I used to say Ann Coulter and Bill O'Reilly were these loudmouth gas bags to go, you know, wow, those guys sure are extreme. So one degree of freedom inside of that seems sane, but it's also insane. Right. Like, you know, but this is how it works. So we're seeing the country move more and more to the right, and there's very little pushback. But here's the secret in all of it. I say, let them have it. Let the Republicans do what they're doing. This is a party in free fall. If Elise Stefanik is a better replacement than Liz Cheney, Oh my God! I am so ready. Get past the popcorn. Yeah, like, I, you can say that past the popcorn, but then there are human lives that are fucking in that bucket. But there's never not been human lives in that bucket. True, very and I true. I would say the same thing going back to the election of last year. There's never not, or Bernie Sanders for that matter. There's a lot of human life involved here. We need to be making policy that says how can we maximally help the most people, and especially starting with the people who are in the most pain. And that is really not 
a significant, uh, you know, a prominent ethic, right. I think, in, in, in federal governance, you know? And now, again, for me right now, my, my eyes are on Israel and Palestine. And, like, how many billions of dollars do we throw at Israel? Look at what they're doing. Right. Like, yeah, but Hamas threw some bombs over, like, ah. Can we talk about proportionality? Can we talk about they're pulling people out of their homes and stealing their homes? Right. Like, and so then we got Joe Biden going like, well, you know, the Israeli people have a right to defend themselves. Like, everybody has the right to defend themselves. It's just, you know, it's what your definition of defense is. It's what my definition of defense is. Totally. And, And, you know, here's what it breaks down to. I don't give a fuck who's doing it. An atrocity is an atrocity. Exactly right. Stop the bleeding right. first, and then figure it out after. Calm everything down. Throw a fucking bucket of ice water on those dogs. Right. The, what's the, the number one thing they tell you to do is if two dogs are fighting, is Drop to hit them with a hose. Hit them with a hose? Well, like, uh, I mean, like, spray oh, them with oh, water. Oh, Sorry. Like, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I don't want the ASC, the, the ASPCA right. on my ass or anything. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, spray them down with water. That's what right. breaks them up. And that's what this situation needs. You need to spray it all down with water. Kind of. And again, like I don't mean to be pulling tangents in, although I have a perspective. <laughs> no, you do. But you're <laughs> but, good at it. <laughs> Go with what you're good at. Uh, but I think it's also a matter of the attention span of the American public. They can't stay clear. Right. On, and so if you ask people on a moral level, non-political, ethical level, what's important? Well, I want everyone safe. Well, I want everyone well. I want everyone healthy. Then when you go to actually define that and say, well, let's see what that looks like. You know, let's put some some meat on the skeleton there. Um, that's when the breakdown starts to happen. Yeah. But we so we wind up being a country that really supports fascism, supports genocide. Yep. You know, and 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 not only supports it, but actually arms it and actively in, engages in it. So, and the American public still has this like fantastical idea about how we are and who we are, and it's just again all all the more power to Black Lives Matter and other people who are bringing forward and breaking down the myth of America, the American myth, this idea that, because we're actually the baddies in right. many ways. Yeah. You know? And good in other ways. I'm a good person. You're a good person. We know good people. Mer- the the country has done good things, but pound for pound, we're pretty awful, you know? And so when that stuff gets acknowledged, we can start to heal from it. We can start to make pr- you know changes in it. You know, for example, again, all the more power to the left, all the more power to activism. Joe Biden is now considering, you know, removing the patents on some of these vaccines so poor countries cannot die from this. And as we're seeing in India, will uh, become Petri dishes and and, you know, virtual engines for creating variants. So like so instead of it being all about profit, say like Jonas Salk, what did he sold his patent for a dollar, you know, or something like that? Because people were suffering. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that, that's f- just, we've had a long history of just not caring. I mean, what was it? Years ago, you remember that guy who had the cancer drug and then just decided to quadruple the cost of it. Oh, yeah, it. Martin Shkreli. Shkreli. Yeah. How do you remember this shit? Uh, I just have that kind of brain. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I, I you. It really is. Yeah. I'm, I am so, I'm so horrible. But yeah, yeah, that, you know, that guy, you know, where they just sort of see these opportunistic moments and they just go in. They don't fucking care. Right, it's sociopathic. And it, yeah. You know, but let's be clear, just as 
IDF troops are storming into Palestinian homes and beating people and removing them and giving the houses to settlers. Right. This is a country founded on genocide. Yeah. And we came into the- We all have been. Look, this whole entire thing, like, like I watch movies. I know shit. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> well, well, Mister. Yeah. yeah. I, am a, I am a big, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the cin- cinematic arts, so I've learned me a thing or two. Awesome. But no, but, but seriously, I mean, honestly, and I say that as a joke, but I'm saying- that seriously like you can look back on 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 samurai movies and you might be all but but fucking samurais were awful human beings and vikings who are also these things are fucking awful human beings totally get it but this is the thing we reached the point of what we consider the enlightenment which said hey maybe it works better if we're all actually kind <laughs> maybe it works better if we're all actually cooperative. But we've never and been that way. Don't misunderstand me. This, this is not an all or nothing thing. Right. But we have moved in that direction. This is actually, this, uh, you know, as I've said to you on this podcast before, you're living in the safest time in the history of humankind. Probably right. You know, it considering doesn't... pestilence, disease, the many ways that people can die, wars, you know, genocides, etc. But I still think if we are going to be a sentient, caring, compassionate culture or species, we need to acknowledge the affronts and the hurts that we did and are currently doing. And so especially you and I sitting on what we call Ndikina, which is with the previous inhabitants of this land, or still inhabit, the, the uh, Abenaki still you know, live here. But we took this land. We diseased our way into owning land. There's got to be some acknowledgement. I don't think people can really move forward if you don't acknowledge what has occurred. And, you know, people really have a struggle with that. They have a fucking struggle with that. I know. You know, you you bring up the word reparations in a in, in the wrong setting, and you, you get an earful. Yeah. Right? Which is insane to me, but yeah. You know, but... There is a there is a point where you you can sort of agree with the overarching statement, like, I, what, do I really need to pay for somebody else's mistake? It's yes. just not that easy. It's, right, but you know, it's still to this day the people that were that were stolen, you know, the the ancestors of people today and and their predecessors stolen from their lands, brought here if they were lucky enough to make it in that hellhole right. that brought them over here. There has been an economic disparity ever since. Right, um, it has been an unfair advantage for the for the predominant race endlessly. So reparations, that's spitting in the ocean. To me. Oh yeah, no, no, Start no, no. no. I, you know, I, I understand that, but like, like you know, you do at some point in time, you have to basically. the The simplest way I explained it to somebody one day, and and I explained it to them this way because they knew that they, I knew that they had been mugged. Uh, All right, in Boston, uh, late at night, oof. somebody came in and you know, um, put a knife to their throat. Said, "Give me your, give me your fucking wallet," and he had to reach into his front pocket, hand off his wallet, and the guy was gone, right? Yikes! And 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 this this person sort of was riding that sort of I'm a Trumpy guy, uh, right? Yeah. And he's riding that I'm a Trumpy guy because he kind of recognized that the person that did that was was a black man. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so therefore, therefore, <laughs> you know, therefore, right. you know, I, I drink liberal tears right, kind right. of guy. And and I said, so somebody took your wallet. Do you feel like you owed that wallet back or an apology? Oh, good one. You know, do you do you, do you feel that? I mean, do you, do you have that? Do you, do you have that? Or, or are you just are you just OK with it being gone and right. somebody taking it? 
I mean, it. That, I'm just saying. I mean, that that's a very small way of presenting this large picture, right? But the other piece you're you're talking, you're sort of hinting at too, is like, is typical of I dare say conservatives, but not exclusively. But until it happens to me, it doesn't matter. Exactly, and and <laughs> yeah. that and that really is a, right. is that that's the biggest thing. And I and I wrote a column about this a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm about saying if we all just sort of got involved in things that were important but didn't impact us, think of yeah. the mountains that would get moved. No kidding. No kidding. Well, everybody we know is running as fast as they can just to break even most of the time. Right. And exhausted. But if you can, if you can empathize in the midst of this and not distinguish necessarily, uh, I want to rephrase that. I think skin color matters and... Racial experience matters and context matters. So right. I'm not a, like I don't believe in the colorblind theory. I think it's a mistake. But if we can, if the ninety-something percent of us looked at each other as comrades, you know, this is a leftist thinking and leftist leftist speaking. But if we look to each other, I wrote songs about this. If we look to each other as comrades who could look past the differences and lock arms together, we would crush it. Yeah, we would crush it. Instead, we're set against one another over economic. We're going to fight over crusts of bread and then blame each other for why I can't get the crust of bread. And then instead of looking at, we know where the source of this trouble is. And again, bringing all things back as, you know, all our tangents ultimately come back. Like we stop paying attention. We stop holding people accountable. We stop showing up. And this is what happens. So we have Liz Cheney as the moral center of the Republican Party. Joe centrist Biden as the head of the Democratic Party. Thank God he's not Trump. Let's all acknowledge. Yeah. Yay, not Trump. Not but tr- come and, on. And let's all acknowledge, too, that that he has actually been, he is a centrist guy. We, we yep. agree with that. But he has shown more left leanings and rolled out and organized this vaccine rollout. I think he hasn't had a fucking misstep in it. Uh I'll leave that out. I mean, not an obvious glaring misstep that way, but I still think the frame with which we're approaching needs to be radically different. I will say I'm liking that I hear out of Joe Biden's mouth, Bernie Sanders words, you know, that's a relief. And I'm liking that I'm seeing things more leftist because that's what's needed now. And so when I point at him as a centrist, I say that we don't need middle of the road, middling, you know, milk toast responses. We need pretty radical FDR like approaches this is crisis time for people post pandemic, even without the pandemic, economically, people are drowning, right? Drowning. And so now is the time to step forward and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to shave 5% off the military budget and solve a shitload of problems for right. people. Yeah. You know, and we'll still have the world's largest military by far. <laughs> and we'll still be able to blow everybody else. Exactly. Up. Right. And, you know, and so that here we are. And so, you know, again, bringing it back to where we began is, when people pay attention, and here, here I am at the beginning, <laughs> it's adorable. acknowledging that I am paying less attention to a lot of things lately, which is actually better for my mental health. Um, but I, if people do the minimum to keep others and elected officials accountable, and I mean this on a federal level, I think mm-hmm. we in Vermont mostly feel very, at least I do, feel pretty well represented. I'll speak for our county and our area here. I feel very well represented by people who go up to the state house. We have mm-hmm. yep. exceptional human beings, very fortunate. That's all I have really control over. <clears throat> but a lot of sleepwalking happens and a lot of really dark, evil stuff happens in the shadows. Yep. You know? um, so I, 
bringing it all back. I, I'm happy to sit here and watch the, the Republican Party implode. And yeah. Just eat itself. Because I think they are one of the darkest forces alive on the earth right now. Well, you know, when you got guys like Matt, uh, Matt Gates, Matt Gates, uh, and, and, and he's who, going to jail. Who, who's that? Who's that blonde uh, thunderclap? Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, her. Thunderclap. Yeah. yeah. She's bad shit crazy. Well, that's what I mean. She's a thunderclap. You yeah. know, she's just going to make a lot of noise and then just everybody's going to go, yeah. whoa. Okay, it was just some thunder. We can move on with right. our day. So she's just a thunderclap. That's all I've ever. Mostly, heard. but, you know, yeah. She's... But a thunderclap who can continue to reign right. for a while. And a loudmouth fascist yeah. you know, with, with conspiratorial quasi-psychotic armed. thoughts. Likes to change armed. kids. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And but... Lauren Boebert and others. Like, Boebert. You know, and so, again, looking back on the past, we wax for the, for the genius and wisdom of somebody like, uh, uh, what's her name? Alaska woman. Oh, Sarah Palin. Thank you. How could we forget so quickly? <laughs> uh, and she was, you would think, the high watermark of derp. Um, but now we're streaking way past that. Hey, by the way, thanks, John McCain, for that nomination. That was an excellent contribution to the <laughs> conversation. You have to blame, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it um, not Rick Wilson? Who am I thinking of? No. Uh, could be Rick Wilson. Huh? Could be Rick Wilson. Could be. Yeah. Maybe it was. I don't know. That one, one was forced out. That one was forced down McCain's president. throat, but he had to accept it. So yeah, he's. I mean, if you're the president, if you're trying to be the president, yeah. you want to be the guy making really good decisions. Yeah, a two-time cancer survivor thinks this would make a great vice president. Oh my freaking god! <laughs> you know, uh, oh, he was a hero. Uh, <laughs> 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 the hopey, changey, yeah, no. mavericky shit. Well, let's stick a pin in it there. Damn, was there enough tangents in there? I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode of The Ear Spoon. Thanks for tuning in. You can get The Ear Spoon wherever you download your great, great, fine, fine podcast at theearspoon.com is, is our favorite source. It's on the internet. Yeah, it is. So yeah. you can access it from anywhere. All the cool kids are There's here. an app for it on the SoundCloud. <laughs> there you go. Is there? Yeah, there is. Oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course there is. Yeah, I was going to just say, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I don't on. have to download it. Sell it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, of course there is. We're everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Apps. <laughs> uh, the whole thing, as always, is being brought to you by Mocha Joe's Coffee. We Yay. appreciate their uh, everlasting, undying, unwavering support of Absolutely. what we do here. So thank you for that. And the support of our, our little town. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I've been Fish. I've been Steve. And we will talk to you next week. Cheers. Quite possibly. More at the earspoon.com.